0: Yes, we know you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but can you judge it by its last chapter? Well, there's definitely an interesting ending here. So before we begin, I just want to recognize the fact that this is our season ending, our last episode of the first season of Talking Parsha. We started this exactly a year ago with Parsha Bamidbar. Thank you for doing this. And second of all, thank you to all the viewers who've been commenting and sharing and even sending us questions and follow-ups on these videos. It's been an incredible year. So if you're watching this, first of all, thank you. Second of all, feel free to share it. And third of all, as we said last week, please feel free to subscribe to our YouTube channel. It really helps us. Now, this week, we are finishing Sefer Vayikra, double Parsha again. And when you take a look at the ending of Sefer Va'ikra, you have to ask one big question. What is this ending doing here? Why is this the way Sefer Va'ikra ends? We know Parsha B'chukatai, we usually discuss the big tochacha, the big warning and punishments that can follow if we don't follow Der Hashem, if we don't do the mitzvahs of Hashem that we've been reading throughout the entire Sefer Va'ikra. But that's not how Sefer Va'ikra ends. At the end of the Parsha, it seems like this little tiny chapter somehow manages to push its way through into Sefer Va'ikra, discussing the topics of Erchin and Tmura, which is like a technical list of the values of things, of people, of land, of behemoth. When somebody wants to give his own value or a value of a different korban, what should he do? What is it worth? And really, you have to ask yourself, why is this the ending of Seva Vaikah? And we know that many people like to judge books by the ending, by the last chapter. So why is this the way Seva Vaikah ends? What's the idea behind this concept of erkin?
1: Yeah, that's definitely a surprise ending, meaning we're talking about the book of korbanot, and we have a lot of technical things in this saver, but it seems like we've gone beyond that to some dramatic ending. And then, whoop, now we're back in this list about how I value things, even how I value people. And as you said, it's really out of place. But I think if we look back at the context of Sefer Veikre, it's about the Korbanot, it's about Kedushan, we've spoken about these things. And the whole idea of bringing a sacrifice, of bringing a Korban, is about kirvai is about coming closer. And it's expressed through the idea, a nefesh that did something and wants to bring a Korban. It repeats itself again and again of nefesh ki techtavish gaga, And as many explain, the idea of the korban is at a certain level, it's instead of me. I would actually bring myself as a sacrifice, but instead I bring the animal, which is representing my nefesh. And through the animal, I'm able to raise myself up and bring myself closer. So maybe if that's the essence of the korban, and in the broader sense, the essence of kedusha we said, is about dedicating myself. So maybe that's That's exactly the end of Sefer Vayikra. It's when someone says, I don't want to bring an animal. I don't want to dedicate an animal. I want to dedicate myself. And you can't actually dedicate yourself, but it's reaching that point where the person understands at least that what he really is looking to bring is himself, is his whole essence, is his whole value. And everything he did on the way there was actually to reach this point of truly wanting and searching for some way to dedicate himself towards HaKadosh Baruch towards something that he values. So if through the process we're using other things, other intermediate things to express this idea, the peak of it is really reaching that point of wanting to dedicate his own nefesh towards HaKadosh Baruch.
0: Very true, and really when you think about it, that's exactly what Kobanots are. It's to express yourself, to bring a sacrifice for yourself instead of yourself, the value of yourself. But also one of the things that we are kind of detached from today in our modern life, since we do not have kolbanot, is the fact that when they lived in the time of the Kolbanot, people would track their deeds, would track their actions. People would pay a lot more attention to what they did, what happened to them and how they would express it back into the world or how they would recognize the through those things, whether it's with a Kolban Khatat if they sinned. We know many examples from the Gemara where rabbis would say that I wrote down to myself, I have to bring a Korban because I sinned. And also the opposite side where good, incredible things happen and people wanted to bring a Kolban Todah, Kolban Odeyah to recognize the greatness of. Hashem and the great things that happen to them. and living our life today, we're a little bit further away from those concepts, from living a life in such an idea of paying attention to every single thing you do throughout the day, throughout your life. But actually, when you learn in the Sifrei Musar, and somebody, as we say, works on fixing their midot and works on their way of living to be a better person, you actually do live a life like that where you try to pay attention to those little things you do, to the good things and the bad things that you do. And one of the things that can happen is many times you notice the bad things you do. You notice the bad faults you have in your Yourself, and you kind of miss the good things that happen, and the good things that you do, and the real value that you have. Keeping that in mind, that Sefer Vayikra is the safer that gave us so many mitzvahs, so many rules to live by, in the intention to get us closer to Hashem, to get us closer to us being better people. Keeping in mind that that is what Sefer Vayikra is about, you can see how very easily a person will end up losing the value they see in themselves. People will forget to recognize the real value they have, and maybe that's another level in the message Sefer Vayikra is giving us the say that each person has a value. You have value and your value can increase with time. Your value can grow with time the more you grow. But also, even though you might sin sometimes and you might fall behind, it's okay, you can repent. But even more so, you don't decrease in value. You don't lose your value just because you sinned, just because you did something bad. And again, when you look at the Sifrei Musa from Sifrei Musa, Rabbeinu Yonah, Tul Hasidut, Reb Tzadok, even Revolve from the previous generation, they all talk about that the basic, one of the biggest fundamentals in Abodat Hashem is first of all, acknowledging the value you yourself have and believing in that value and being in Shidat Omer, thinking about Rabbi Akivas, thinking about kamocha, it's one of those sentences that are hanged up in the kids' kindergartens and in the schools and they come home and they sing it every single day and that's what this time is about. But the idea behind kamocha, the idea in Yiddishkeit, in Judaism not only loving your friend, loving your fellow but you have to love them as much as you love yourself meaning to say you have to love yourself in order to love others something that the Torah told us back then that modern psychology has only got into today, and also the opposite side of things. Interestingly enough, we know the famous story with the HaZaken, where somebody told him, teach me the entire Torah on one leg. And he told him, hey, Allah, sane what you don't like on you, don't do to others, which again can be translated in two directions. The first thing is, what you don't like to be done to you, don't do to others, which is a very simple and basic concept. But maybe it's even deeper than that, where Hilal actually says, what you don't like about yourself, don't project it onto others. The sane alach, What you don't like in yourself, don't see it in others, don't try to hurt them again. Like modern psychology today says that people who hurt others, it's because they're projecting their feelings onto others. Because they see what they're lacking and others have, so they project it onto the others, and that's what causes the tension or the hate between you and other people. That's what Hila Zaken told back then to the person who wanted to learn Maybe that's exactly why sifa Ka ends with Pasha's Erchin, is to tell us that each person has value. That value does not decrease if you fall or if you sin, there's ways to repent, there's ways to fix things, and you have to love yourself. You have to see the value within yourself and if there's a fault within you don't project it on others fix it climb back continue building because you have value for who you are and what you bring into this world
1: so you're basically saying that at the beginning I was bringing an animal because I thought it's more valuable to bring the animal to the Mikdash than to bring myself because you know what am I worth at least the animal is a perfect animal you know I could bring that who would bring myself reaching that level of recognizing that I have value and that I can dedicate myself, that's a higher level that takes recognition and understanding you may not realize at the beginning. It's interesting because we have two scenarios, two times when you would evaluate the value of a human being. One is on the low side as a slave, when you want to see what he's worth, when the person feels he's at his lowest state, and then we evaluate, okay, what is he worth to be sold in the market? And the other side is what we have here, is when someone values himself, when someone dedicates himself to something, One of them is when other people are evaluating what you're worth on a very external side. And the other one we have here is when you actually see, as you said, that value in yourself and you evaluate yourself and you dedicate that. And that's tied to the essence of dedicating yourself to something. When someone is in the middle, he's doing nothing. He also doesn't look at what he's worth and what his value is worth. Only when you're ready to dedicate Toward something. When you're ready to put yourself forward towards some cause that you believe in, that's when suddenly you also look back and see the value you bring with you. Those two go together. When we talk about Kedushah, when we talk about bringing a korban, when we talk about sacrifice, it sometimes can seem exactly the opposite of seeing value. Sacrifice is, I see value in godliness. I see value in God. I don't see value in myself. But here it's the other way around. When you're actually not doing anything with, yourself, that's when you don't have any value. When you do something with yourself, when you dedicate something with yourself, it also makes you look back and recognize the value you have and the value you bring towards what you're dedicating yourself to.
0: Beautiful. I love it how you connected it to Evid Ivry because the other side of the coin is true too. How did the person end up being an Evid Ivry? Somebody who sees no value in himself went down the bad route and ended up being an Evid Ivry. But we're out of time. And again, for this. Shkoiach for season one. And next week, we'll start season two. Go ahead. looking forward looking forward to and we'll talk again next week for more talking to our videos on different topics check out our youtube channel.